Hey everyone, and welcome to Signals from the Frontline, your every Wednesday live broadcast brought to you by Frontline Gaming. Uh, once again, we are your host, Kicker, the Chief of Serial and FLG Insider, and I am Seth the Mad Doc, your competitive correspondent. How have you been, Kicker? What dude, have you been doing? dude, 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 dude. Um, I've been eating shishito peppers for the past uh, 45 minutes. I don't know if you've ever had shishito peppers. It's kind of like Russian roulette. Like they're all super mild until you get one that's not. And my mouth is currently on fire. So yeah, that's been fun. Um, and I've been packing. So I was eating shishito peppers and packing. And uh, yeah, SoCal, leaving tomorrow morning. I just, I literally, like while we were opening up the, uh, the the show, I was confirming my Uber to pick me up at three o'clock in the morning. So if I look exhausted Why? this weekend, it's because it's Why starting off. Yeah, three o'clock in the morning. No one can tell you're exhausted. You just have so much energy. <laughs> I, I I will be very tired for SoCal, um, wow. but that's okay. That's okay. Um, what about you? What, what are you up to, Seth? Um, well, uh, the viewers might hear my voice is a little bit uh, a little bit scratchy. I got a you got a cold. cup of tea there. <laughs> I'm enjoying some nice hot tea this evening to help me out. But besides that, I uh, I magnetized and painted up my kill rig, and then Ooh, I nice. built and painted a, a whole display board for my orcs. And then I built a chain axe for my buddy Brian. It's going to be a Carcaridon's <laughs> chain axe. Everyone needs and, one of those. I mean, clearly. Well, you know, that's his favorite Marine chapter, and it's easier than doing a tier in a bioweapon. Oh. Um, and then uh, I'm, I may have bought some more orcs. You know, oh, my no. God. Dude, I got to cut you off, man. Like, this is, getting, this is getting a little out of hand here. You've already got every single model from that entire army range. You don't need more. But, but I need three of every single oh my unit. Because right, you know, three, that's that's GW's problem right there. Is they're mm. they're they're cutting me back at three. They could have been rule of four. <laughs> you would be running like five kill they, rigs they, if you could. <laughs> they, they would have, you know, they could have gotten those extra dollar bills from me, but they oh, didn't. Man. So, um, <clears throat> kicker. Yeah. Uh, why don't you take us into the industry news? But before you do, chat. Yes. Uh, we might have a bit of a shorter episode tonight because I'm under the weather and Kicker's uh, preparing for his yeah. imminent departure. But uh, <laughs> if you got any questions, throw them in chat and I will I will throw them in the notes for the end of the show. Yes, please do. And if you are listening to our episode sometime in the future, uh, you could be you know live communicating with us, talking with us, asking questions on air so that we can answer them immediately. Uh, tune in every Wednesday at, I don't know the time, Seth, you just say the time. You're the smart one here. Just what time? We're doing nine. Nine, nine Eastern, nine Eastern. Eastern. That's the time. Yeah. So that that was we we have the illustrious uh, Val Heffelfinger in the background as our producer this evening. Yes, that was him with the the hot take on the time because <laughs> my brain here. was like mm, time. What Nyquil? He's just he just he's just paying attention. Uh, all right, guys. Well, let's jump into the news for the week. Nothing too exciting on the product front. I mean, we have a few little things here and there. Most exciting, though, would be the advent calendar. I don't want to go into details. Uh, John and, and, and Danny talked about it in length on the <laughs> Grim After Dark show earlier this week. Very entertaining. But yes, GW has released their first ever advent calendar. I guess physical advent calendar. They've done like like literature and stuff that they've done on their website. But yes, this is an advent calendar. You can get this little, uh, I think it's a chibi or something. Is that what it's called? Yeah, they, yeah. yeah they're a little, I have one on my keychain, okay. actually. You have one on your keychain. Yeah. They're like, they're like maybe like an inch and a half tall little plastic yeah. figures. Hey, no, it's cool. I'm I'm a sucker for those. I I will admit, and and don't judge me. I used to buy the Lego, ad, the Star Wars Lego advent calendars almost you, every used single to? year. Used to? Yeah, I I haven't done it in the past two three years because I mean, like, well, I know all what I'm money. getting you for Christmas. <laughs> so I was at Costco this week, and 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 no lie, there they were, right there in Costco, the Lego Star Wars advent calendar. I'm like, what? 
since when is that here at Costco? And, and I really, my, my wife's like, no, just no, no, kick. You can't do that. You know, our son Oak is not old enough to appreciate them. And, uh, I, I spend way too much money on my, uh, 40 K hobby right now. So, so yeah. Um, but yeah, so there is a, uh, of the first ever GW advent calendar. It looks cool. It looks like fun, but yeah. I'm not going to go into the details. We do have a lot of age of Sigmar stuff and I'm sure that's super exciting if you do play age of Sigmar. But Seth and I really don't, and this is really more of a 40K podcast, so yeah. yeah. The, the models are cool. I mean, they, the models always look sweet. Yeah, Seth, you and I were just talking, like, how can we convert these into 40K models? Because they do look that cool. The newer ones, though, I just I, I can't find anything. Like, maybe some of those new Stormcasts with hammers could be, like, maybe Terminators? Like, maybe, kind of, if you really wanted to, but uh, just not not an easy I don't know. I think I think you could do, like, a cool ghost army with them or something. Ah, okay, cool. I you know, making you know something that to kind of help with the aesthetic being different. Yeah, yeah. Hey, and and we do have Octarius. That's kind of exciting. The, yeah. the next big supplement coming out this weekend, so it's on pre order right now. Go pick it up this weekend. I have to admit, last week's episode, I was a little. I mean, you were too, Seth, but we were both kind of harsh on the the supplement. Not really too excited. Not thinking the rules were going to be that game changing. I started digging deeper a little bit into it, and I think there's some like real meat on the bone there. Like it's gonna, it might, it's not going to be like turning you know Imperial Guard or Tyranids into a top tier army just by itself. But I think it's definitely going to help a little bit. You played some some Nids, Nids recently, yeah. Right? Nids Nids got a, a fair few buffs. Um, yeah. They got uh, basically, you know, sixes are extra hits. And then if the unit is over a certain number of models, it's two extra hits. Ooh, ooh, so nice. you can be like, here's a unit of thir- of 30 Devil Gaunts and with Devourers. Yeah, so that's, that's 90 shots hitting on fours and sixes are three hits. And it's a lot of bullets. Yeah. Um, and they could do that with Hive Guard. And then there's already a psychic power to do that with uh chronos so you could have a chronos attachment and a leviathan attachment i think so there's definitely some some options there um you can really it really makes a, a shooty nid list really strong so um i think there's it'll make some some play particularly with kind of the heavy terrain a lot of places are playing or with player optimized terrain like flg where you can play say <clears throat> sorry guys scratch your throat uh, <laughs> a big a big ruin kind of fairly centrally and then you can put two or three units of hive guard in there to yeah. to kind of reach most of the table so i think it'll certainly give them them some some juice and I'm a um, i don't know about the, the imperium that, stuff yeah. i'm mostly a xenos guy yeah so 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 let me let me let me take the the, the guard stuff because like that's that's like i have a hat right like <laughs> i'm official i love imperial guard like that was my my first ever uh 40k love was the the imperial guard or astro militarum as if we yep. have to be correct now and and i was really looking at and i have to like be completely honest i revoke my previous statement said last week it seems like the guard like really did get some decent tools in this book the new tank commander options look really spicy. Not like I said, not going to be totally game changing, but I think that they give uh, tank commander some play. They have a an upgrade, an upgrade to the turret, so all of a sudden it's doing uh, the battle cannon turret, giving it oh, flat yeah, yeah, damage. Yeah, they, like they basically they got the hammer of sundance. Yeah, exactly, back. like back in eighth, which was extremely powerful. I used to run that every time I, I busted hated my guard. Thing. Yeah, you hated the thing. Shoot <laughs> yeah, oh, at all my good crap in my orcs. <laughs> so, so let's see what happens. Let's give it a couple weeks, um, and come back and see how yeah. has this supplement affected. Uh, I'll be interested to see how it does when the orcs come out. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, it's it's not confirmed, but I think all betting people believe that the second Octarius book will have some sort of or- orc army of renown or it something. Better because like the whole campaign is Tyranids versus orcs. If the <laughs> yeah, second book doesn't have orcs, what's in it? <laughs> yeah, dude. I was like, wait, wait, wait. I kept on looking like, is there a chapter missing here? Like, where is the orcs in this book? But whatever. Moving along. Um, I, I, 
I'd like to announce something very special. Seth, uh, Seth and all of our audience members listening live right now or in chat, guys, we have some very exciting news. This is the first place in the world to hear it, and we'll be you know sharing online and in our newsletter and whatnot later on this week. Guys, we have the first new Frontline Gaming event being announced. It will be taking place in late February in the Smoky Mountains. We are proud to announce the Frontline Gaming Cherokee Open. This will be on the Cherokee Reservation right outside the entrance of the Great Smoky Mountain National Park in South Carolina, North Carolina, Tennessee, that kind of quadrant area. Um, regarding the name, because I know everyone is, you know, uh, you know, Cherokee, you know, right? Um, regarding the name, FLG is super sensitive to things like this. We, we just want to say that we gave great thought to name the event after the amazing culture because the, the town and the resort, too, is, is named after Cherokee, uh, the Cherokee tribe. Uh, we have also got the consent of the reservation re uh, representatives who plan on having some amazingly awesome cultural activities for anyone interested in partaking. And uh, I just want to say it just so happens that Reese is Cherokee himself and his great grandma was Cherokee. And his family has always been very proud of that, uh, that, that you know, fact of their heritage there. So so we're really happy to embrace the, 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 the Cherokee uh, tribe and this event. It's going to be amazing. I, I can't. I we're just going to like give a little information. We can't go too much in the details, but we're really involving the um, the local culture and to making this event pretty special. It's going to be a little different than standard uh, frontline gaming events. Um, and more more information will get released, but uh, <laughs> it's not one you're going to want to miss. So this is going to yeah. be late February of so, 2022. Yeah. Hopping in, uh, one of the questions in yeah, chat yeah, is the tournament on the reservation itself or near the reservation? Yeah. So check this out. We I, I, I'm not allowed to go into all the information yet, but yeah, the, okay. the tournament is on the res on the Cherokee reservation in a facility that is owned by the Cherokee. Um, it's, it's, it's going to be epic. That's all I can all say, right. really. It's, uh, but right. th what's kind of cool though, is that you don't only have this, this great like town we're in with, you know, some real culture there, you know, but there's also going to be like the national park, like 15 minutes just outside of us, like right across, yeah, you know, right down the nice. street. So you can go to the great smoky national national park. It's one of those popular parks in the national park system. So you can go do that. The, the town itself is going to be great. It is February, so it's going to be a little colder, but it's going to be a, you know, a quaint, quiet town. Well, then it's just yeah. an excuse for us to get cozy with our fellow gaming <laughs> friends. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, indeed. And, um, and, and the facility where other questions that okay, shoot, I'm shoot. fairly certain you'll be able to answer very right. quickly. Uh, will AOS be supported and will there be a, and uh, I'm quoting Ben here, yeah. a badass challenge coin. Okay, the challenge coin I think will probably be the most badass of challenge coins we've released uh, to this date. I've I've seen the artwork already that we're going to be doing for this event, and it is you're going to like it. I mean, you, everyone will like it. There's no way you could not like this artwork. I don't care you know what army you play or whatever. You're going to love this artwork, um, and that will be on the challenge coin. The event. I want to say he's got a few other little features that we've never had in any one of our other venues. There's going to be, so we'll have this huge gaming hall convention area and mm -hmm. then literally adjacent to it next to it. Part of our facility. You don't have to even go outside is a really cool entertainment uh, spot with bowling alleys, a full arcade, a bar. So basically you can play 40 K all day long. And then you can either go to the national park, go to the town or just like literally turn down the corner around the hall and be in a bowling alley and, and, and hang out with your buds. So there's going to be a lot happening here. This event seems that we have really... some folks from North Carolina yeah. in the chat. Oh, wow. Um, North Carolina folks. What's the, what kind of weather can I be expecting? Yeah. Let me know. Yeah. Um, Cause I'm going to try to make that one. Did you answer the, will, will this be a solo 40 K event? Oh, or sorry. I, I totally disregarded that. So, the, the plan right now, it will be just like our other events we've been rolling out, which will have more than just one game system. Perfect. Definitely 40K, definitely Age of Sigmar. 
uh, if you play Kill Team and you're in the area and you want to help us run Kill Team, let's let's make that happen. Looks like Star Wars Legion as well. Hopefully X-Wing and MCP, Marvel Crisis Protocol, has just been getting a lot of traction. So yep. we'd like to add that add that there as well. This is what I'm kind of excited though, right? This is a brand new event and we want to work with you guys, the, the listeners right now, the community. You, you know what? Actually, let's, let's, if, if you're listening right now, post in chat what you want. We're going to do a poll, a formal poll next week, but I'm, I'm curious just to get a, an immediate feedback right now. What do you want the 40K uh, event to be? Do you want it to be a team event or a singles event? We're really thinking about making it a team event because it'd be kind of opposite times of the year from the Las Vegas team tournament. The Las Vegas team tournament was extremely popular. Everyone had a great time. So we're like, well, maybe we make this a second team tournament event. Um, so yeah, are we getting any responses in chat yet, Seth? Are we getting some? some no. Uh, not on that question. Okay. Okay. Um, Give it some time. We can come back. Yeah. But there I mean, will there's, be a, there's a few other questions. But I, I just I've I've copied into the end so that sweet, we can sweet, sweet. stay on stay on. But the this is a train. brand new event. It will be late February. We'll be announcing all the information formally within the coming weeks. Next week there will be a poll on the Frontline Gaming Community page on Facebook, where we'll ask you, hey, tell us what format you want the 40k event to be: a singles or a team event. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. I'm, I'm I don't know. I'm, I'm excited. You're gonna you're gonna love the artwork, Seth. Have you ever been to uh, the Smoky Mountains before? I've probably driven through them, but I don't think I've ever stopped in North Carolina intentionally. Um, <laughs> They're gorgeous. Uh, we we also have some shout outs for uh, KR Quinn wants us to come to Denver, Ooh, Colorado. Denver. I've yeah. I've been there, KR Quinn, uh, for a research trip for a week, and um, it, I had fun. Don't get me wrong, but I uh, it was cold. It's well, freaking well, cold there, man. Denver um, is a place, dude. I would love to do something in Denver. Um, I just. My my brother in law lives <laughs> yeah. there now, so I'm sure my wife would be quite there happy. We go. For us there we go. go. That, that's the reason we'll do an entire frontline gaming event is because his brother in law lives yeah. there. Um, um, I guess one more question that's yeah, come up a few times, uh, and you might know off the top of your head. Uh, do you know what the closest airport to the venue might be? Yeah, so you have a few options. We chose this venue because we want people and we wanted people to have options for driving. Really, uh, we're close to a lot of major cities. Uh, Asheville, North Carolina is very close. Of course, Charlotte, North Carolina, um, and then you have Charlotte, North Carolina, South Carolina. I don't know. I'm sorry, I'm ignorant. I apologize. I'm just a dumb fool. For I'm, I'm fairly certain someone in chat can correct us. Okay, yeah, please correct me. But Asheville is very close. Charlotte, Charlotte's is very a close. big hub. I've flown through that yeah, a few times. Exactly. I think Charlotte's a hub for United because I've flown through it quite a few times. Um, and then Atlanta is not too far away they, either. They have rocking chairs in like one of their like their food court areas, which is always just something I'm sitting. I don't know why, but I'm just going to sit here and rock. No, that's we should have Nicholas rocking chairs. Says Charlotte is in North Carolina, and it's one of the biggest airports in the U.S. There we go. Thank you so much, Nicholas. So yeah, you could fly into Charlotte. It's it's really this is one of the ones that is designed intentionally for our players to be able to drive in for a few reasons. That's all going to be um, announced later on. But yeah, the idea is that that it, we want people to be able to drive to this event. Um, and, and if it is a team event, think how much fun that would be. You all just pile into a car, drive up into the mountains for the or, weekend. Or wait, or, or can we do RVs and tailgate in the parking lot? Dude, totally. I mean, I have an RV. Let's do it. Let's. let's no, let's you don't anymore. You soldiers. No, I have a new one coming in December. I'm really excited for it. I know. <laughs> I, I do feel, I do feel really naked though, not having a, a motorhome. I mean, I've always had a, a, a vehicle to hop in and, and live out of. So yeah, I, I, I sold my, in, in case of, for those that I, don't know. Later, I'm going to have yeah. to show you a YouTube channel about boondocking. Oh, really? <laughs> I mean, that's, I, that's I, I think I named my next son Boondock or something like. I don't know. You know, no, I um, I I I love RV life, road life, and uh, I've always had a well, like forever. It seems like forever. I've always had some sort of vehicle, and I am now without a vehicle. I have a scooter. It's it's nice. <laughs> it gets like 100 miles to the gallon. 
<laughs> that's all I got right now till December. All right. Uh, okay. Anything else we got for FLG event news? Yeah. Here? Oh, well, so we do have the SoCal Open happening this week. Yes, oh, we I know. Huh? Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. Well, uh, our, our wonderful friend Val in the background right now will be spearheading the stream as well as I believe Adam will be helping him. Adam yep, Camillary. Adam Camillary. And I've, I've heard word from yeah. from the, the Sir Val himself. Yes. That there is going to be a possibility that, that Mr. Camillary can have a remote telestrator to draw Ooh. on the games, Ooh. which I think is far more power than we should ever give Adam Technology. Camillary. But Godspeed, everyone. <laughs> Godspeed. You just... Keep it up. <laughs> Are we going to be able to censor anything? Can he just like does he free reign to draw whatever he wants live? Yeah, I think I think uh, <laughs> if if I were if I were Sir Val himself, I'd put him on a delay just in case he tries <laughs> to draw anything you know too inappropriate. Yeah, lurid. Yeah. yeah, right. Well, okay. So that is happening this weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I'm leaving this uh, tomorrow morning to get in a plane, fly over there, and meet up with all our amazing volunteers that have signed up to help for the setup. Uh, we got a lot of the the local teams there, Team XPZ and Rekt, as well as the nice. Dice Check slash Chapter Tactics guys are going to be there to help yeah. uh, help yeah. set up. Yeah, yeah. I'm really excited to hang out with the with the Chapter Tactics guys. The, the, their whole team is going to be there playing and hanging out all weekend. Yeah. So make sure you say hi to them. And yeah, that'll be a great time. Seth, I, I know that you're a big fan of these, and so are a lot of our players. Guys, remember, bring your challenge coin to the event. You have to have it. You can't say, I've gotten one at my house. You have to bring your challenge coin. Show it to us on Saturday after 2 p.m., and you are entered to win the challenge coin perk benefit that we're doing for this event. So I can't. Yeah. So I don't know why my, my brain just went to this kicker. All right, shoot. Have you seen John Wick? Uh, the, the movie with the guy yes. with the dog? Yeah, of course. Have you seen like two where they do like the blood like pact where they like, you know, they spear their thumb and they, oh my God, yes. that, that yeah. promise. I feel yeah. like that's what we got to do with the challenge coin to prove it's your challenge coin is like have a bloody thumbprint of you on it. Um, I'll talk to Reese and, and Frankie and see if they'll approve that. I think that's a little more. There than might the, be some liability issues. We'll <laughs> yeah. get over it. Because you know, people could be doing some illegal uh, coin training here. You know? Do yeah. not give people ideas. We do keep record. I have a photographic memory. I know exactly how many coins have been handed out and to who. All right, moving right along. Seth, it, would it help if they had a bloody thumbprint on theirs to identify their coin? No, it would not help. But geez, it would show commitment to the cause. So, 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 so someone so. in chat says they're ready for challenge coin number four, Bossman 007. He says he needs an infinity gauntlet. I think <laughs> yes, we can make yes. that happen. Yes, yes. Yeah. Wait. So, do we have somebody in the chat that has actually already got four coins? Because this guy well, he's, is he's getting also, ready for his fourth. He's coin. getting wow. All right. Well, you know, he's already got lot. three. I nice. think. You know, if someone gets to what's like gets all the coins for a year, I, you know, chat knows that I I do uh, I do little cosplay props. Maybe I'll make something for them. Some, I think some like, ridiculous awesome. belt that they could put it in or something like that. So I, I can't go into all the details because I'm not supposed to. But for the Las Vegas Open. Obviously, by that point, there'll be quite a few people with quite a few coins. The more coins you have, the better opportunity you have to get some awesome stuff. There will be a few raffles with maybe Seth will be producing a, a chain sword replica that will be up for the the, the, the veteran challenge coin holders. But but yeah, how I'd fly with that. Oh, <laughs> we'll find a way. It, I'd have to make a breakdown so I can fit in a suitcase. Yeah, right, right, I got right. a feeling TSA would not want me carrying that on. <laughs> no, no. Well, Seth, hey, what's going on with the FLGN right now? Any Anything interesting happening this week? Yeah, you know, there was there was a few interesting things. Uh, last week, at the end of last week, uh, Chapter Tactics did a, a piece on how to avoid gotcha hammer. Um, yeah. So kind of the questions and stuff that you should ask, kind of more for new players to make sure they don't get tripped up. Um, beginning of the week, um, 
our lovely Steve Joel released another episode of Game Changers, and he yes. brought on Richard Siegler. Um, so that was a very interesting discussion. Um, it's so cool then, you get to know these people so much better, right? Yeah. Like you always hear. It, it, it's so cool how you get to know these people like Richard Siegler, right? Like, yeah. you know, I see him at the yeah. tables, you know, obviously he's an accomplished player, but you get to know a little bit more about who they are on a, on a personal level. That was a yeah. really good episode that Steve did. And then last night on the illustrious Grim After Dark, um, we had the one, the only, Recio. Um, and if you want a good, like, hour-long interview, that was quite the entertaining interview to watch. I stayed up last night to watch that one. Um, it was way past my bedtime. I go to bed early, folks. Um, but that was a good chat. It was good to see Reese back in back in action. Um, his mustache was glorious. Um, I think, I don't know how, but somehow it got even fuller. Um, so just go check that out. Um, it was a good chat. And then tomorrow is the Thursday show. And I'm willing to bet that those SoCal lists will get unlocked by tomorrow for them yes. to break down for the show. Can I can I tell you a secret, Seth? Yes. The lists are live right now. Right now? Yeah. Chat. Right now. Break the list down. Go. <laughs> I know what I'm doing tonight. I'm just sit there in bed just scrolling through lists. And that's why I stay up till midnight. Um, all right. Let's uh, let's get into our, our competitive 40K news update, and then we will uh, get to some listener questions. Uh, before I forget, Alex, yes, we did confirm that the North Carolina event is uh, confirmed for the end of February. Alex just popped in. Um, so this weekend was the, I called it the psychic awakening, you know, because that was topical, um, because it was the first <laughs> weekend that Thousand Sons of Grey Knights really hit their stride in events. Um, with Grey Knights going undefeated in three different events, uh, Crucible, the London GT, and uh, Imperium's Decay. And in Crucible, we actually had two Grey Knight lists that were undefeated. Um, and three, uh, and all top three were Grey Knights. So they just they just shellacked everyone at Crucible. Um, and then Thousand wow. Sons uh, up in the Pacific Northwest at the Pecking Order GT uh, took first place with an undefeated army. So um, they, they are starting to make their presence known in the meta. Um, so that... That should be something that you guys should consider moving forward. Uh, you know, think about uh, you're going to see some of these these gray knights and these thousand suns pushing to the top table. So keep that in mind when you're when you're building your lists. You know, maybe maybe you don't want to take that psych, or maybe I want to put my poor kill rigs back on the shelf so I don't have to you know not let myself have abhor the witch. Um, let's get into our our competitive. Uh, recap here uh 40 pay competitive track uh still number one the old man himself brad chester uh number two john lennon no longer the boy king now joffrey um number three uh the illustrious sean naden with the most luscious locks in 40k number four uh the newly minted jack harpster uh, number five, Nick Nadavati. Now, for those of you at home, you might notice that four of the top five are all Art of War. Those Art of War boys have got this locked up tight. Um, you know, even even guys like Nick, who are not trying to go to as many events as the rest of them, are still just kicking butt. So, um, hats off to those guys. But but I'm all about the story here, folks. And I love the Art of War guys. I would call them my friends. But someone. Someone's got to rise to the challenge and dethrone Art of War. Who will it be? Who will it be? I've heard rumblings. I've heard rumblings on, on some adjacent podcasts that maybe they'll break up and, and defeat themselves. I don't think that's going to happen. I think one of you is going to have to rise from the ashes 
Um, like that little kid at the end of uh, the eighth Star Wars film. I forget what it's called. The Last Jedi or whatever. You know, he's going to have to rise up and defeat the evil Art of War Empire. I think I vamped long enough to make sure Kicker was back. All right. Uh, hobby track. We've got Lee Harris still in number one for the 40K hobby track. His lead, though, has been cut down to 0.13 points. Um, JT Steger is in second place, close on his heels. Uh, number three, Scott Boucher. Number four, Nicholas Wenker. And number five, Noah Bedome. Um Going on to the AOS competitive track, we have our number one, Gavin Grigar. Number two is Caleb Walters. Number three, Anthony Trentinelli. Number four, James O'Brien. Number five, No Aquino. Hopping over to the hobby track. Number one is Nick Garcia. Number five is No Aquino. Number three is Christopher Hernandez. Number four is Christopher Daughtry. Uh, and number five is Ian Wood. And finally, getting into kill team, we have our number one, Fernando Marcos. Uh, we have a new number two, Daniel Marcos. Um, we have number three, Lazarus Tactical Reroll. Still don't have a last name for that guy. I'm assuming that's his real legal last name at this point. Um, I want to change my last name to Tactical Reroll. Um, number four, Rion Wilfong. And number five, Mikhail Yago. So that is your uh, recap for your various ITC rankings for the week. Uh, I pulled a few questions out of chat, but I, I had to stop You know, while I was, I was going through that. Um, Someone asked, I don't even like I understand this question. Can you ban non-GW models? These Giants players are abusing the spirit of the game. I'm assuming that's an AOS reference, whoever said that, because there's no Giants in 40K. And I don't, I know Giants are like strong in AOS, right? Is that a thing? Yeah. Val, Val says, the sons of Bayamat are big. Ha, ha, ha. I'm, I'm giving you his, his high quality humor, folks, for you. Um, I imagine they're, you know, if they're the hotness and if AOS has the supply issues that 40K has, then a lot of people are probably scrambling to proxy them. So um, I don't think, I don't think uh, FLG events are going to be banning uh, third-party models anytime soon. Um, I am, uh, I'm going to keep going here. So uh, we already answered where the closest airport is. Um, Kicker is uh, experiencing some internet difficulties. Can you hear me now? Are we now. good? Are we good? Um, I can okay. hear you, Kicker. You can hear me? Uh, so, all right. Yay, Can the chat your kicker? Kicker, right. how excited are you for funnel cakes? Dude, I'm extremely. Wait, how do we? <laughs> yes. But wait, why are we talking about funnel cakes? Well, this... I was just giving you a question that I was oh. just vamping, waiting for you to sorry, get back. Sorry. Oh, question from the audience. I'm like, yes. Yes, I'm very excited for funnel cakes. I'm more of a cotton candy fanatic. Yes, because I want my sugar just pure and raw. I don't need dough getting in the way. But. Uh... <laughs> Yes, funnel cakes are something I'm very excited by, about. If you've seen any of the the random content I've been providing on oh, the SoCal, I Open. I, I, uh, I sent Kicker some pictures of this earlier in the week, but um, I splurged. I normally don't get cereal because I'm I'm diabetic, so I try to avoid the carbs, the sugary carbs. But you know, it's, it's been a rough week for me behind the scenes, so I got myself some comfort food. I got cinnamon toast crunch churros. Hell yes. That was a good snack over the weekend and in the beginning of the week. So <laughs> treat yourself. <laughs> I did treat myself. I treated myself pretty good. Oh, um, um, what color? Are you ready for this one, Kicker? This is an important question. Oh my God. The internet needs to know what color is your underwear? Oof. I mean, who's saying I'm wearing underwear? Hmm. Wow, chat. 
Wow. You got it there. Mine's black. <laughs> actually, I, actually, I like to pretend that I'm all like a badass military guy, which I'm not. I played a lot of Halo as a kid, and I, I saw Private Saving Private Ryan once. So, but I have no military background. But my boxers are camouflage. What? There we go. <laughs> That's all I got. Why? Why do we have camo boxes? I don't know. Um, I, 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 we've got the signal to wrap it up. I didn't want to address one more question that came up a yes. few times. Yes. That. Where is Shelby? Um, Shelby's out again this week. Uh, she's got a lot going on in her life, and it's uh, it's pretty stressful um, with a lot of things going on for her. So she didn't really have the time uh, to make for us this week. So um, we'll we'll keep you posted on that front. Um, but for now, you just got to deal with uh, Kicker and I's oh, beautiful faces. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll have to try to make up for some of the lack of charm. Uh, through uh, uh, right. surprising tactics. But Seth, why don't you tell people about some of the guests that are potentially coming on in the next few weeks? Yeah, we've got so a few lined up. We, we've got a few uh, kind of uh, folks in the wings that we've been we've been talking to for interviews. So I just think it's probably a good chance to preview them. Um, one of them kind of came up after going to New Orleans. Uh, you know, you guys have probably been listening. I've been trying to get more into uh, physical fitness and and get myself in better shape. And after working out for like a month solid and then going to to the GW event I actually felt pretty good most days I wasn't too tired dude you were um, keeping track we like logged a lot of miles I mean yeah, just walking yeah. back and forth so it really got me back in the idea of thinking like about physical fitness and actually playing competitive 40k and so we've talked to Stephen Box and he's going to come on one of these weeks awesome. and we're going to have a good chat about just fitness and 40k um one of the other people that I've been talking to that I want to get on here um we have uh, Justin from CK Studios, um, which is a uh, a paint studio that specializes in, in airbrush painting, and and kind of, I wouldn't say speed painting, but they their style is to get things to a a tabletop plus quality. I would say, yeah, mm-hmm. almost all with the airbrush. So we're gonna have him on to teach us how to get better with the airbrushes, um, because I have one kicker. Do you have one? I do, and I need all the help I can get because yeah. I am just mine, yeah. Mine yeah. basically just the base coats things right now, and I should probably be able to do more with it. Um, and then I think who else? We had um, I, I think our our lovely uh, Overlord Serval um, has an actual sci- uh, psychiatrist that we were talking about forty k and mental health, um, and he thinks that that would be a great uh, that individual had expressed interest. Uh, so I think we're probably going to get them on and kind of do a part two of a forty k and mental health. I think that'll be a good episode. Um, but that's kind of what we've got in the pipeline. Um, maybe a little behind the scenes. I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it next week or not. I have some, some personal family business I need to attend to, but I might be able to make it. If I do next week, you're probably getting me off a cell phone folks. Um, I won't have my, my nice home rig with me. I'll be away in Pennsylvania. Um, so we'll, we'll see who it, what next week's, uh, you know, show looks like, but, um, certainly I'm sure kicker will be back bright eyed and bushy tailed yes. from his time. And <laughs> In the sun at the beach. Yeah. We'll have a we'll have a full recap of SoCal. Hopefully I can get some of the chapter tactics guys on here to kind of give us their opinion because they're there as players. And I'd like to get their feedback. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, guys, thank you so much for tuning in tonight. We really appreciate it. Seth, do you have any words of wisdom you want to leave our audience members with? Uh, drink lots of tea when you're sick. It makes you <laughs> All right. So between having sugary breakfast cereal and tea, you will be very happy for the rest of yep. your life. Yep. All right. <laughs> well, thank you, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Signals from the Frontline. Have a great week, and we will see you at the SoCal Open. Good night, guys. Good night. Good night.